the ideals that drive a technology's development often don't survive scaling. And I think that sums up what's happening in the crypto space. A quote that I found recently from someone called Andrew Braun. Hi, welcome to my crypto channel, Crypto Ramble. My name is Desiree. The technology behind cryptocurrencies, blockchain, is going somewhere. I can say that for sure. But the libertarian, anarchistic ideals behind cryptocurrencies aren't there anymore and they're slowly being stripped away through regulation and corporatization but at the same time digital currencies not necessarily having that philosophy behind it just having better money that's not going anywhere and that's also a good thing so i would say there's good and bad happening and that's going through my own filter which everyone else won't necessarily have i care about people having privacy having independent finances not just having a better kind of money that's still centralized and controlled even though the whole technology behind it was all about decentralization so let's review what happened in 2019 i uh, will be looking at price i think i might make a separate video for bitcoin and i'll also be talking about major events that happen that sort of show where everything is headed towards i think it's not good but that doesn't mean that all hope is lost and we don't know how things are going to turn out in the future. First of all, some stats. The overall cryptocurrency market cap moved from 130 billion in January 2019 to about 190 billion in December 2019 with a high point of approximately 370 billion. Bitcoin's price moved from 3,500 to 7,200 from January to December 2019, and the 52-week high and low was 13,796 and 3,391. So we hit a high point at about $14,000, and then that never came back, and now we're back down to around $7,000, but it's still a great increase, I think about 80% from the beginning of 2019 for Bitcoin. And then if we look at Bitcoin's market cap, which is actually its monetary supply because it's not a company, that moved from about 65 billion at the beginning of 2019 to 124 billion at the end of 2019. And the circulating supply only moved from about 17.5 million BTC to about 18 million BTC at the end of 2019 and you can compare the market cap from 65 billion to 124 billion to gold's market cap which is 183,600 trillion and for silver it's 2.3 billion so bitcoin and cryptocurrency is way under that and then if we looked at Bitcoin active addresses, those moved from about 460K, 460,000 active addresses to about 630,000 active addresses. And then if we look at Bitcoin dominance, people measure this differently from what I've been looking at, but we compare the percentage of Bitcoin to the overall crypto market cap, then it's 58.4 moved from, then it moved from 58.4 to 66.8% from the beginning of 2019 to the end of 2019. So traditionally, we saw Bitcoin was pretty much the only cryptocurrency out there and then altcoins kind of took a rise and then the ratio of Bitcoin to altcoin was about 50-50 for a long time. And then this year, Bitcoin kind of increased its ratio somewhat. So altcoins have been thrashed a lot and most of them are down 80%, 90%, most of them. 
I couldn't really find any stats on crypto adoption in general. If you go to statista.com and you pay about $60 per month for it, you can find out how many Bitcoin ATMs have been established and how many blockchain startups there are as well. There's some stats like that, but I didn't want to pay for them. So I went a bit more general. And then if we looked at some major events, something that many people were looking forward to in 2019, even though it was supposed to happen in 2018, was the release of BACT, the futures trading platform, just a trading platform, but people were most excited about futures from the Intercontinental Exchange. They are the parent company of the New York Stock Exchange. So BACT was supposed to release in 2018, but it got postponed due to regulatory uncertainty. And then when it finally came out in September 29, it didn't have the impact that most people thought it would. People thought that because futures contracts were going to be settled in physical we're going to be physically settled, that meaning that they would actually be depositing Bitcoin into addresses and it would help with the usage of the network. However, in about seven days, only 5.8 million trading volume occurred and the price went down and it kind of has gone down since around that time in September. So that didn't have the impact that people thought it would, even though not everyone thought it would have a big impact. That was one major event. Another major event was the potential release of Libra from Facebook. There were over a hundred major companies like Visa and MasterCard and Uber, I think was in it too, if I remember correctly. Uh, they were all going to come up with a permissioned cryptocurrency that people could use on Facebook, but Facebook was separate from the wallets and Calibra, the organization of 100 companies. And they very much focused on saying that they were going to help the unbanked, but people were very skeptical of Facebook. And then afterwards they said that they would be actually decentralized. That means being permissionless in about five years. So we would have had to trust Facebook. That was announced, but it didn't really go anywhere because then there was a Senate hearing for Libra that happened June 19, where officials were very upset at the possibility of privacy violations occurring at the same time they were the same ones that were saying you need to have KYC and AML laws which require companies like Facebook or any kind of monetary company to violate the privacy of their users in order for, in order for them to use their services so they were saying oh we want to help the unbanked Facebook was saying this which I doubt but they were saying that and then also the government was saying that we want you to help the, the unbanked and the underbanked but at the same time they were worried about AML <laughs> and they were worried about privacy. So the whole thing was a big cluster F word and it was clear that many officials didn't know what they were talking about. Another thing that happened was separate from the Libra hearings, there was another Senate hearing on just cryptocurrency in general that happened a month later in July of 2019. And again, they were just saying, we want to help the underbanks and the unbanks, but we want to control it, the government. And they were very skeptical of these other commercial versions of money or people-powered versions of money that weren't state-sanctioned and state-issued and state-controlled. All of those things, backed Libra and the Senate hearings, show something. There's a lot of companies and traditional institutions getting interested in cryptocurrency space. The cryptocurrency space is not a not-known thing anymore. People know what cryptocurrency is, they know what Bitcoin is and people want to do their own version of things. Companies want to do their own version of things. And I think that this means that the whole crypto space is moving more and more away from decentralization, as I said at the beginning of this video. It's great that there are some states like Wyoming or New 
New Hampshire, or there's somewhere in Richmond Hill, like you can pay your taxes in Bitcoin, and that's great, but Bitcoin is also completely not fungible, which means that you can know all the transaction history. It is better money as we know it, and it is technically decentralized and censorship resistant in the fact that there are different nodes who are scattered around the world. Anyone can do it if they have the right computing resources to do it. So that's better than what we have, but at the same time, from another perspective, it's also going to be a means of censorship because you don't actually have financial privacy and it is not fungible. Something else that highlights this shift in the philosophy behind the space, and I'll just focus on one country, is that China announced that they were going to have their own state-issued digital currency, a crypto digital renminbi. Another big event was that the IRS released their crypto guidelines and they basically made it impossible for anyone to really use it as currency in day-to-day -day transactions without having to report on everything about it. So that happened and people were scared. And this isn't something new, but a lot of companies, crypto-related companies, are leaving certain states like New York because of their bit license. That happened before in 2017 and 2018, I can't remember which year. The US specifically there's too much regulatory uncertainty going there and what happens in the u.s does affect the rest of the world even though we're so i'm so focused on the united states it's because a lot of people follow what happens in the u.s so the most important events do happen here so even though i think the philosophy behind the crypto space is changing what is good is that blockchain itself the technology behind cryptocurrencies is taking off and that is a good thing this will allow us to have better solutions for the things we do in our everyday lives. Again, I couldn't really find good statistics on adoption in this way because I didn't want to pay for it. But I did find a bit of a summary from Statista that says that by the end of 2019, global spending on blockchain solutions is projected to reach $2.7 billion annually, and it's increasingly being used within businesses around the world. Annual spending has nearly tripled since 2017, and forecasts suggest that spending will continue to grow, reaching 16 billion US dollars by 2023. So that's on the rise, and that's a great thing. To top off the year, a major event was that YouTube was cracking down on crypto channels. They said that that was an accident, but it shows the slow change of adoption for alternative tech that's built on decentralization, like censorship resistant video platforms, for example. There are a lot of hurdles to overcome, but the adoption will help those hurdles to be overcome, such as where are you going to store all the data from everybody putting video content out there, for example. I also wanted to make this a tiny bit personal, so major events for me as a year in review for 2019 that were related to crypto were that I attended Magical Crypto Conference and Consensus in May 2019. I also released the Privacy Coin Guide. Really, I was kind of doing it all year long. Uh, Particle, the project I'm affiliated with, they released, I'm not being paid, but affiliated with, they released their marketplace and so there's a decentralized marketplace where you can buy and sell things and it's totally private however nobody really cared and that's kind of depressing but it's just the beginning and things might change and another thing is that privacy coins have been being delisted and that's related to the whole shift in the philosophy of the space but cryptocurrency is owned by anyone so it's really the will of the people that will end up mattering many people were excited about what would happen with institutions getting interested in cryptocurrencies that's good and they could be a gateway to the ideals behind that 
like the libertarian ideals of people being their own bank that's something that's good to strive for actually being their own banks not just having everything on coinbase and doing the whole kyc aml stuff anyway i don't really know how this is going to work out it's a battle that we're going to be see seeing being fought in real time but 2019 proved to me that all of that is rapidly disappearing and i don't know what's going to take shape but it doesn't mean that it's all gone because it's up to people what happens for the future i would like to see the same thing i wanted to see last year if you see my video about new year crypto wishes which is adoption and the technology becoming more convenient due to being able to be scaled and ease of use for people who aren't familiar with it it needs to be as easy as you take out your credit card there is some education like we had to learn how to use credit cards for example but that's what i would like to see and whether that comes from open source projects or if it comes from commercial projects like libra that has to do with what people want and what they're willing to give up for convenience and how well the open source projects are able to market compared to the commercial projects to meet users needs properly provide them with benefits that make them want to use the currency in terms of privacy i want to see technology that brings privacy that's built into it and not relying on regulators because they can say that they want privacy to be honored but if the technology allows privacy to be circumvented then we can almost bet that it's going to happen from nefarious actors including the government themselves when they're doing double speak about it this is just human nature it can come from anyone within whatever role they play in society so i would really like to see technology including cryptocurrencies being adopted that focus on privacy crypto is not anymore not well known it's not the wild west and innovation i think is slowing because of all the attention that it has gotten and fear from governments about losing control over currency not being able to inflate our currencies all the time and uh, blockchain will definitely be okay but it's only one path of innovation and we're seeing the separation of blockchain as the technology from cryptocurrencies and the philosophy and just digital currencies that are better money that don't necessarily care about the decentralized philosophy behind them. I would like to see people less focused on the price and more focused on businesses adopting it and being able to use it because the transactions don't take too long and the fees are low enough. I would really like to see that kind of stuff. That's for both Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, but it will be most exciting if it happens in Bitcoin. So that's my year in review and what I would like to see for the future. Thank you for watching. Again, welcome to my crypto channel, Crypto Ramble. My name is Desiree and I will talk to you soon. Have a great new year 2020.